Welcome to Healthcare Experience Matters. This podcast is brought to you by the Healthcare Experience Foundation. And with today's episode, we're teaming with PRC. This podcast is dedicated to transforming the healthcare experience so that every person can receive and deliver the best care. Hello, listeners. We are back on the Healthcare Experience Matters podcast. Super excited for our guest today. His name is Stefan Weidner, and I am going to have him introduce himself right now. Tell us a little bit about his professional background and what his current role entails. Welcome to the show. Well, thanks for having me, Casey. I sure appreciate it. Uh, So what I'm all about is psychological safety, but perhaps more importantly, I'm all about helping individuals who show up to work feel like they matter, their voice matters specifically. Uh, There was a Gallup poll uh, administered a couple of years ago, and I think it was something like 70% of Americans feel like their voice matters at work. Sorry, 30%. (laughs) So I'm working for that other 70%. I want to make sure that everybody shows up at work and can feel like their voice matters and that they can ultimately contribute and be fully engaged at work, solving problems, making work better, and making, in general, the world a better place. Because ultimately, that's what I see as the benefit of psychological safety. Psychological safety allows teams and organizations to solve problems better. And yeah, we kind of have a lot of problems to solve. (laughs) Let's start from square one here. Define psychological safety for our listeners. Yeah, so psychological safety, for those who don't know, it is a belief. It's a belief that within your work environment, you can speak up, you can say what's on your mind, and you can even admit mistakes without a fear of some sort of reprimand or consequence. And if you think about it, we've all been uh, managing what we say and when we say it ever since we were kids in grade school, right? Uh, You didn't want to raise your hand and ask a question. Uh, Miss, how do we uh, add three plus five? I don't remember. You know, know, nobody wanted to ask that question because, and we have to ask why. Well, why is because we didn't want to come across as stupid or um, maybe being oppositional or just being that person who just always asks a question is annoying. So, um, that's why psychological safety matters is because we are all managing what we say and when we say it. And in a really great psychologically safe environment, everyone feels like they can speak up, say what's on their mind. And that's how teams learn. I've also, Casey, a, a perhaps a simpler definition that we use in our training, which is it's the courage to speak up and the confidence to know that when you do, you'll be heard. Both of those halves are really important in a psychologically safe environment. Let's start off with you telling us why this discussion is so vital and so important today. Well, yeah, let's talk about it in the context of healthcare. And Amy Edmondson, who's the thought leader in uh, a Harvard researcher who has been doing a lot of work in this field, has in fact researched healthcare a lot. And she gives a couple examples. One is you have a, a nurse in the neonatal intensive care unit for, you know, these tiny little infants and notices on the charts that um, it looks like maybe the wrong dosage for this tiny infant uh, for this medicine, whatever it is that they needed. And so it's two in the morning, right? They're the night shift and they decide I, I better call the doctor here. So they call up the doctor and the doctor challenges them and says, you know, 
the chart's there. I know what I'm doing. Don't challenge me. Um, it's the middle of the night. What the heck are you doing calling? Just follow the orders. Do what's said on the chart and and do your job. And I'll do mine. So then, you know, fast forward a week or two weeks later, and that nurse notices a similar issue. What are they going to do? Are they going to pick up the phone? Are they going to call that doctor and confirm? I'm not sure that we have the right dose or the right medicine here. And um, and so in that particular situation, it's a life or death scenario, right? You You administer the wrong drugs to this patient and there could be some significant consequences and that's psychological safety. So when that nurse second guesses themselves and feels like picking up that phone is just not a possibility, that is an opportunity missed. And we see that again and again in lots of different environments. Another one in healthcare um, is for example, again, a nurse, uh, doesn't have to be a nurse, but let's say it is a nurse and they uh, walk down the hall to grab some linens because they want to replace the linens on the bed and the closet's empty. So they, what do they need to do? They need to call for more linens. They need to contact the whatever department supplies them with the linens, but maybe they don't want to do that because it's a complex system and they don't want to come across as maybe uh, putting pressure on that other department for not doing their job right. And so they just walk down the hall for a little further and go to the next ward and take their linens. Well, that's a total missed opportunity. Um, I, I have a similar situation. I just got off the phone with a colleague and she was describing in, an, in a previous work environment where the manager was uh, abrasive. And so what she would do rather than confront that manager and say, I have an issue here, would just write an email saying, oh, I have this problem, knowing that that person wasn't going to check email. So she had the opportunity to demonstrate due diligence. Look, I did my job. I reported the issue. And yet she knew it wasn't going to be dealt with. And she also knew she wasn't going to have any, uh, she didn't have to confront this abrasive manager. So that happens all the time, all over the place. And it affects how patients are ultimately cared for in a healthcare environment, doesn't it? So true. And we talk a lot on this podcast about incivility, and it sounds like there's a lot of overlap on that topic. And I want to keep it in the ballpark here of healthcare and open it up to a little bit about how the pandemic has impacted the need for more discussions surrounding psychological safety. So let's talk about that. What what do you think about um, the pandemic over the last couple of years and just overall more stressful work environments with a lot of high turnover that we're seeing a lot of in in many different industries? My heart goes out to all those frontline workers. It, It has been a very challenging time. Um, so thank you for all, all that you do to maintain our healthcare system, uh, during these incredibly trying times. And what maybe the metaphor that, um, is used to describe psychological safety is it's the soil, not the seed. And so if we extend that metaphor, we know as, as farmers, what do we want? We want the fruit, right? We want the, the, the vegetables and the fruit that come out of the ground and are hanging off of the vine. And in order to have that, we need to have a really rich soil. And so psychological safety is the soil for problem solving. And we all ultimately, we want to have better patient care. But in order to have better patient care, we need to have better processes. We need to have better discussions around the issues we're facing. And the pandemic threw a whole bunch of 
issues at us all at once around workload, around masks and PPE and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And all of those changes needed to be handled real time, quickly. And that's facilitated through psychological safety. Because if you're the executive sitting there in an office trying to run a hospital, you need to be hearing from the frontline staff. You need to be hearing from the folks who are actually dealing with the patients to try to solve problems. Because if you're just sitting there from a theoretical point of view, trying to develop processes and systems without the full input of all of the people that are involved in delivering care, then your solution is going to be suboptimal. Um, And so just trying to be really mindful of creating an environment where people know that their input is valued and appreciated. So I'm not suggesting that uh, someone who's an executive is not trying to gather input. Um, What I'm pointing out is that often when we ask for people's input, they're reluctant to give it, even if we're asking for it because of their previous experiences, because there's some sort of fear there. And we need to be diligent about making sure that we set the frame there so that when we do ask, people feel comfortable to be able to share and give their input willingly, knowing that it's it's uh, helping move the organization forward. I want to ask you a little bit about the training that you've developed surrounding this topic. So tell us about that, how it can be beneficial, and what some of the takeaways from that training might be that our listeners might take some value from. Well, there's a lot of potential ways that one might go about building psychological safety in an organization. So I want to start there. And our particular angle or focus is on interpersonal skills. So we've done a lot of research in what it takes to uh, produce better outcomes in a counseling setting. And we've extended what we've discovered in counseling to other venues, other uh, areas of work. And what we know in the world of counseling is that the best counselors who produce the best outcomes demonstrate empathy. They're really good at listening and communicating to the other person in an emotional tone that matches, that's relevant for the particular circumstance. And, um, and what we know about these interpersonal skills is that they can be practiced. They can be learned over time. I think often we just think, well, uh, you know, that person has great interpersonal skills and that person doesn't. And that's that, you know, it's a it's sort of a fixed mindset on it. And instead, we try to bring that growth mindset to this idea that interpersonal skills can be learned and they can be more tangible. I think often they're mislabeled as soft skills. And right. And we we see that um, I think that's a mislabel. I think they're much more concretized. And, and that's what we've been trying to do with all of our work is to really make it explicit and concrete what these skills are so people could practice them and they can learn them and they can improve them over time. Uh, so that's the real the the real benefit then, of course, is for the people that they manage. And our emphasis is on improving managers' interpersonal skills so that their team members feel like they can speak up. But I, I think the benefits extend much far beyond that. And, and we see that time and time again, where the participants that are going through our training, they take these principles back to their households and they become better parents. And um, I think you can extend that to healthcare where it goes beyond your team. It goes, it extends to your patients. And I think there's a growing model when it comes to healthcare around 
kind of um, um, not just delivering healthcare from me to you, but instead let's work together with you, the patient, your, your family members, you know, it's a more complete and holistic solution here. If we want you to get better, we all need to work together to help develop what those solutions are. You know, I just want to ask what's at the foundation of psychological safety. If you could sum it up in maybe just a, a short phrase or something that you'd put on a billboard, what is the ultimate takeaway for our listeners of what is the key here? What is the foundation? Yeah. The ultimate benefit for psychological safety is that it helps facilitate uh, powerful decision-making and innovation. So it's how you solve problems. It's how groups and teams solve complex problems. I think that would answer my billboard. It's how you solve problems. That is that is the tagline, I would say, from today's discussion. Um, just been an amazing chat. We're talking with Stefan Weidner, and I just want to give you the final word here. Do you have any other summary or anything else that we haven't touched on yet that you think our listeners would want to hear about? I think that's it. it, it we know that healthcare is a very complex environment requiring innovative solutions all the time. Everything from supplying uh, linens in an efficient manner to open heart surgery and everything in between. And so where there's problems to be solved, you need psychological safety. And so that's my invitation for your listeners to really consider that as one of their key initiatives for the coming year, if it's not already somehow in the strategic plans for your organization. All right, Stefan Weidner, thank you so much for your time today. And we'll be sure to include much more information um, in today's podcast description. So thank you again for your time. Casey, thank you for the opportunity to speak to your audience. I hope uh, they took away a little nugget that they can run with into their organization, improve the lives of patients ultimately. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Healthcare Experience Matters. Healthcare Experience Matters is brought to you by the Healthcare Experience Foundation with today's episode teaming with PRC. To learn more, visit healthcareexperience.org. That's healthcareexperience.org.